Hi there. It's me, Laura Wasser, the divorce attorney and the founder of It's Over Easy, the online divorce service. I've been practicing family law for over 20 years, and I've worked on thousands of divorces, shepherding people through what may be one of the most terrifying times in their lives. Along the way, I often have to remind people to lower their expectations. When dealing with matters of the heart, rules simply don't apply because all's fair in love and war. So welcome to the All's Fair podcast. Fasten your seatbelts and let's go. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Wasser. And I'm Johnny Rains, and we're so excited about today's episode of All's Fair. In my years of practicing family law, I've seen it all, from crimes of passion like cutting one arm or leg off of every item in his or her closet to completely inappropriate social media posting and more. One of the main reasons we created this podcast is to open up a conversation not only about the things people do for love and money, but how people reset and move on in their next chapters. Our conversations about relationships run the gamut this season from the interpersonal to our relationships with money. But today, I'd like to ask you a big favor, Laura. What? We've been speaking this season a lot about our relationships with one another, but what about our relationships on a macro level, specifically our relationships with the world around us? Today is Super Tuesday, which means there are primaries in 14 states, including California and the American caucuses that are voting. So I think we should speak a little bit about, dare I say it, politics. Okay, so it's probably not a huge surprise what our politics are, Johnny and mine, because we're both gay black men. But in any and event, Republican. and right, <laughs> but in any event, wherever, whatever your political leaning, if you don't vote. Do not fucking complain about it afterwards. That's right. what I have to say. And there was an interesting article in last Sunday's L.A. Times that Adam Schiff, our, one of our congressional reps, wrote about what Congress needs to start doing to enact reforms that will prevent presidential abuses of power. Um, imagine that, that we've <laughs> seen recently. So it's kind of worth reading. Yes. I know people are kind of starting to get a little bit interested. And they say time will tell and that time heals all wounds. But something else that's absolutely necessary in good times and bad, and I've definitely found it necessary over the past few years, is humor and the ability to dance in the rain, as one great woman I know put it, and believe no matter where we land, at the end of Super Tuesday, there will be something to make us laugh. And it may just be this big bowl of wonderful. Our guest today. Oh, how about that? Thank you. <laughs> Our guest today is Jeff Garland. And I want to just give a little, not that nobody Whatever knows you who want. you are. No, I'm going to tell way, them who you are. My assumption is that nobody knows who I am. Okay. If someone does, great. You, you never lose by assuming that no one knows who you are. I was telling my best friend, Melissa, that I was going to interview Jeff Garland. She goes, oh, that's too bad. I was hoping you could get that guy, Jeff Garland, the one that's on Curb. And I was like, no, his name is Jeff Garland. That is who I'm interviewing. Who did you think I was interviewing then? And she goes, oh, I don't know, some guy named Jeff Garland. This is your best friend? <laughs> you need to do some examination on that one. I know. So in addition to performing stand-up comedy, his new Netflix stand-up special is available globally. And my assistant told me that it's really funny, that they actually did the improv one, that that's the one that they're yes, playing because the it was so good. Yes, yes. She loved it. Okay. I'm going to have to watch it. It's available globally on Netflix. And he is a writer, a producer, a director. He also is a photographer. And yes. in Los Angeles, he's had a show that's been at the Leica Gallery that run for a few weeks you can still go see it um and he has I, i've seen some of the shots because i saw them on liz carey's instagram a lot yeah. of behind the scenes stuff from curb yes yes, yes. so that's fun yes. and he also can be seen on abc's the goldbergs yes and he's the ep and co-star of the critically acclaimed clue curb your enthusiasm so yes. 
Here we go. This is the end of the intro. Ladies and gentlemen and gender fluids, I'm grinning from ear to ear and about to introduce you to Jeff Garland. Welcome to All's Fair. Welcome uh, to the show. It is All Fair. So, so it's All Fair. All's Fair in Love yes, and War. Yes. So you were born in Chicago. So was my mama. Okay. Oh, so where? Yes. She was Skokie. Oh. Yeah. I grew up right next to Skokie called Morton Grove, okay. directly next to Skokie. My brother was born in Skokie. My first home after I was born in the city of Chicago was in Skokie. So is Niles Township, what's that? Niles There's is right east up there. and west, that's Niles, where she went Niles, to school? Niles is, it's west of Skokie. Okay, so I know you're good people. That's my point here. I'm this good people. Chicago thing, I'm you're good, good people. people. Yes, I am. And, and you went to Hebrew school, and then yeah. in sixth grade, you moved to Florida. How was that? Yeah. That was rather shocking. I was the first <laughs> Jew many young children saw. Yes. And, uh, and they told got, you, I'm sure. I yes, never saw it, a Jew before. Yes, and I got in a lot of fights. Yes. Uh, but Were you a my, big kid? Yes, I was Good. about close to how big I am now. <laughs> okay. I've always been a large uh, person. and um, But I used my humor to get out of a lot of fights. Good. And it worked. So, Good. Yeah. All right, so then you went to the University of Miami. Yep. And in 1994, you married. 1994, I married. Okay, yes, Marla. That's correct. All right. Yes. And you guys have two kids. How old are they now? They are 19 and 23. Okay, so they're adults. Yes. And you guys recently separated and are in the process of finishing. We're at the end of our divorce. Yeah, it's been oh, a long time. Tov. That's yeah. wonderful. It's good. And you told me before we came on the air that it has been a pretty amicable process. It's not even pretty amicable, very amicable. Super amicable. And it will be amicable because I love her. Good. Do you I hear that, Marla? I love her madly. I do. I just, you know, sometimes you can't be with someone anymore, but I love her and I respect her. And I also know that uh, I'm going to take care of her for the rest of her life. Good. Yeah. Good. And she knows that. I hope that she does. Well, because she's I just try, listening now. I tell, her, I tell her all the time. Right. But you never know what someone's deepest insecurities or fears right. are. Right. Well, you, you just got to keep proving it to her well, that's year it. after year. I, I told her she doesn't have to. I want to be friends with her forever, and I love her, but she doesn't have to. Right. But I'll still take but care she of her. Will. You know why? Because you guys are family. Like That's, that's how the thing. I look it's at married it. Married as long that's as you guys were. It's all your mishpah. You got to like, stick together. And I and her. We spend time together. We have meals together. We all love each other. Good. You know, so my love has never stopped. Good. Yeah. And you're working more now than ever. So yes. you'll really be able to take care of her. Yes, this I will take care of her. Yes. A fantastic yeah, situation. This it is, is what we promote on It's Over Easy, which is our well, online divorce what, Which is what, you know, it's unfortunate because I have some friends, women, that numerous women that are divorced with a child with an asshole for an ex. Yes. A jerk yes. for an ex. A sociopath for an ex. I know it some is, of those women. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's kind of fucking ridiculous. Excuse my language. And it makes me crazy. And not only that, but whatever stress I would face for giving a lot of money to my ex is going to be a lot less stress than I face nickel and diming totally. every day and putting my ex through hell and putting my children through hell and therefore putting myself through hell. I don't want any part of that. So explain to me. You must know guys, your poker games, whatever. I don't play. I'm not, I'm not one of those guys. I thought you, don't you play with Rich Eisen and those guys? Or oh, you're just I'm friends, friends with, with Rich okay. Eisen. So forget but the I've poker. Never, but I've never uh, played poker with Rich. I love him. Don't you have the guy perspective going, why do I have to pay for the rest of my... No. No. It no. Really, you really are just... And again, are you gender neutralness? If the woman was the breadwinner, you believe she should do the same, yes? No. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. 
Well, no, because I, I also I, I also know. have a dear friend that made a lot of money, and her husband's a bum, and uh, she has to pay for him for everything, and I don't believe in that. So it should Not be a, a different standard for a vagina women should versus always win. Women should always. God, I love this guy. <laughs> no, I really believe that <laughs> women are better than men, and they should always win. This is a very you yeah. a here. smart man. I think this is because you're back on the dating scene. You're no, this. no, I, and I'm not on the dating scene. I, I date some, but that's not my mo. What's your relationship with your mother it. like? My mother, she's dead. Mine too. So but unless what I was talk like? to her, uh, I was. My mother was a wonderful woman who lived vicariously through me. Okay, she was. Me a, too. She was. A, yeah. She was an acting student at uh, um, in Chicago uh, at the Goodman Theater, and she gave up her career to be a mother. Okay, so she got a lot of kicks, and I was really happy to share that with her. I love my mother like crazy. Good. Good. Yeah. And, so I, I, and my father. I, love I them think both. this informs father, a lot about and how my people... father was a thoughtful, kind man who never was abusive to my mother ever for a millisecond. And were they married till the end? Till the end. They both love died it. within a few years of each other. Love it. And yeah. So my notes here, Johnny, tells me that you knew at the age of eight after you saw Jimmy Durante perform that you wanted to be a comedian. Yeah, I went with my parents. They took me on the way home. I asked them if that was a job. They said, yes, that was a job. Therefore, I, I wanted it. They wanted that job. And, I stay, and I've stayed with that the whole time. And then you moved out here in the 80s? I moved out here for the first time in the late 80s, and then I came back again in the 90s. And you lived with Conan O'Brien? I live with I live with Janine Garofalo. I live with Conan O'Brien in Chicago. I sublet to Jon Stewart. We all, like, you know, I, I have all these friends that I was friends with when we all were broke. Right. All of us. That so. is, that's nice. It that's is good. nice. You it's knew, fun. Yeah. And you yeah. see each other still? Yes, yes. I, I love all my friends. Yeah. Okay. And then you... Had a book that you released, I guess it was 10 years ago now. It was February it? of 2010. Yeah. 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 It was called My Footprint. My Footprint and then uh, Curbing It. The paperback had a different title and a bonus chapter. And because the, was it a better seller? I don't know. Oh, okay. I didn't really pay attention. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then you also, Johnny told me, had a podcast for a while. I, I'm, it's coming back. It's, it's called coming By back. the Way. Can I be on it? Can I come be on it with Oh, them? God, I'd we love for you. talk about, like, divorce oh, and no, all no, kinds no. of uplifting things. Are you things. kidding me? I'd love for you to be on it. <laughs> okay, good. It's yes. a date. Yeah. All right, so then when did you start with Larry? When did the Larry David... Larry David and I knew each other in New York in the 80s. Okay. And we were acquaintances. And then I approached him about an idea that I had that was based on working with uh, Dennis Leary and John Stewart on their stand-up specials, and that turned into Curb Your Enthusiasm. I love I it. I went to the right guy. Yes, you certainly Changed did. Changed my life, yes. And let's talk for a moment. I think I'm one episode behind, but this season and the Harvey Weinstein of Beyond. it all. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean... But you know what's... Uh, you know what's it's, it's unfortunate for me, because first off... <laughs> well, because no he's one... going on his way to Rikers right now, well, maybe. Well, he should. <laughs> uh, throw away the key. No one ever mistook me for him. And Larry said to me, beginning to say, hey, do you mind if we do this? And I thought, you know what? What the hell? And now? No one mistakes me for him, but people think it's fun. Like, it's cool if you come up and go, like you just did. I love the Harvey Weinstein thing. That was hilarious. But people come up and they go, hey, Harvey, what are you doing here? And I say, why don't you just call me Hitler? Hitler. I know. I know. You can't do that to somebody. Why would you refer to me as one of the dregs? Of the universe, like right. a horrible. And I did a project with him once, and he was evil. I don't. I mean, he, that guy. Don't call me that. It's not funny. No. And I say to them, "Are you 
trying to be funny because right. you're failing. Right. I don't mind someone acknowledging. It was a but, funny bit. Yeah, and right. it's over. So stop. Leave yeah, me alone. Exactly. And I don't. And you know the thing is too. I always tell my children, take what you do seriously. Don't take yourself seriously. Right. This has put me on the verge of failing at that because I do get upset when people call me Harvey. But it's this too shall pass. Yes, I mean, it we're will. almost out of it. it, will. Now. it and will. no one's going to think you're him if he's in prison or if he kills yeah, himself well, in there. Yes, so you're yes. good there. No, they're making a joke. Right. I know, it's but it's not, not funny, funny and it's not cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although. There is this picture that I'm Speaking looking of at funny that's from cool. your Instagram. So I was unaware. I was I, I knew about Curb, obviously. I knew I, I oh, there's a new Mad about you. We'll talk about that in a second. But I want to talk about your co-starring, really almost this huge, huge part that you had in Star Wars. <laughs> I didn't have a huge part. <laughs> but I was in makeup for four hours in London. I thought you this was cats, actually. Yeah, let's see how, thank God I wasn't in cats. That would you can never live that down. Anyhow. I thought that I would get, you know, three seconds, four seconds in the background. Right. JJ likes to do that. Right. And my former assistant, who's one of my best friends, Michelle Rejwan, produced the movie. Okay. So her and JJ, two of my closest friends, right. give me three seconds. What? They just cut you out completely? Uh, no, I'm, I'm on there. screen. I okay. see myself. But I, I'm going to be honest. I think two-tenths of a second. Do they make a, Do you have a doll? <laughs> they made a laser thing of me right. out there. There may be a doll of me someday. Excellent. That would be good. Yeah. I mean, I, that this, is not, this isn't it. your yeah. best look, I have to say. I well, think, four hours. But no, yeah. all those kids in Florida, now you got horns. I mean, yeah, now you could yeah. say, oh, yeah, yeah, we do have horns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, one time I played in Michigan and someone rubbed my head. Yeah, no, and I have. said, what are they doing? They said, checking Checking for horns. So yeah. I have two kids with two different dads. One dad's Jewish, the other dad's not Jewish. Both uh -huh. kids are Jewish, because uh -huh. I'm the mom. Are you still married to either one? I wasn't married to either one. I'm kind of slutty. You never heard this about me? So no, I wasn't married to either one. Wait, but hold we... on, I might take a step back. You're kind of slutty? <laughs> I'm super slutty. Oh, dear. Really? No. Well, I, I lived with both of them. We were in monogamous relationships. Uh -huh. You're killing Daniel over there, by the way. He just... <laughs> Are you laughing? Yes. Good. Because I'm so pristine that calling me slutty, I think, is just throwing him for a loop. But in any event, Baby Daddy 2, okay, is from mm. Kentucky, okay? Not That's at all not Jewish, the Jewish right? One, yeah. So we take Jack, our baby, when Jack was probably not... His birthday's in December, so he wasn't even one yet. His birth, We took him for Thanksgiving, for his first Thanksgiving. This little baby with big blue eyes. I mean, he looks like Aryan Nation baby. We take him there, and all the family were having, you know, lunch in Kentucky, which they call dinner, which confused me right off the bat. And all the family and all of the neighbors were all there. We actually had it at the church. That's where we had our Thanksgiving. And it was really weird. Every single dish had marshmallows in it, which I still to this day don't understand. Mm -hmm. But a couple of them, nice, meaning well people, said, so I heard you're a Jew. Does that mean the baby's a Jew? And they did. They rubbed his head. They couldn't have been nicer, accepting me. Were they making me. a joke? No, they just yeah, were not completely was, sure. Wasn't making a no, joke either. They, ha they didn't know. The idea that someone would think that Jews have horns beyond anything. In I can, 2000, yeah. in tw this was in well, 2010. This, for me, it was uh, longer ago, that, well, the, but still. But then you let them put horns on you in Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> well, I didn't think I'm going to be a Jewish <laughs> alien. You are, though, yeah. and yet you are. Okay, yeah. tell us a little bit about um, Mad About You, because no. I watched this. Why? What's there to tell you? It already aired. It already was on? Yeah. Did you like it? I was loved it, good? it. I love Paul and Helen and okay. John Pankow and But is it Richard coming Kahn. back? It's already aired. Oh, no, but that's the thing I about streaming it. now. It, yeah. It's still available. It's still available. So yeah. who did you play? The character I used to play on the show. I was I on the show for the last three seasons. Did you know Hank Marvin. Azaria? Yes. Okay, I like Hank Azaria. You do? Good. Yeah, I like him a lot. 
He's a good guy. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is there going to be no, a I love Hank. baby number <laughs> no, three? No, no, no. But yeah, no. That's, that's what I was about to go. <laughs> no, I don't no. like him like that. By the way, I, was... I know Hank forever. Yes, I love Hank. Me too. He's don't one of Baby wrong. Daddy One's clients. So that's why I've known him forever. Baby Daddy One's clients. I saw him in, is, is an entertainment attorney. Oh. No, don't cringe. He's no. worse, better than name? being a divorce attorney. What's his name? I don't know. This is supposedly dropping on Super Tuesday in California. Then you got Super Tuesday in Chicago, your yeah, hometown, which yeah. is, was that St. Patrick's Day? They're going to make a, they're going to put the, that's the 17th of March? Mm-hmm. So at some point in between this, if you guys are listening, I want, Jeff Garland, I want you to tell everyone, get out there and vote. Oh my God, yes, get out there and vote. Please. That's the only thing that politically I will ever say. Yes. Is go and vote. Go and vote. No, I don't care what you think we one way or another. Care, we kind of care a little what you think. Well, see, I don't. Okay. But I'm all I'm all for letting people whatever their thing is. I I have friends that voted for Trump, and I'm all for them. Okay. I'm not all for, for Trump, him, but, but, but I'm for all having, for them. Yes, you the have to have, have, have a voice. By the way, I understand why. I, I get it all. I and they're really smart people. Um, Are they going to vote again for him? Do you I think it's none of my business? Okay. I don't ask them. Okay. Yeah. All right. I I just you know I only recently I just all right so. I only started talking about Trump on stage the last time I did stand-up. And guess what? I got applause and laughs. You know why? Hmm. I approached it from the insane side of things. Right. I approached it from finding humor in it, which I do. Well, right. he is a content I, machine. I mean, yeah, but, but, but I yeah. laugh at it. Right. I don't get upset about it, even though I sound upset right now. <laughs> I laugh at all of it. And I know people listening are like, what's there to laugh at? That's my way of dealing well, you with. You have it. to laugh. Sorry, at it, almost. I laugh. I laugh at all tragedy. So this is this is getting great feedback. This uh, our man in beyond, Chicago. Beyond anything I could imagine, I did two shows in Chicago in last June. Right. And the first one, I had stories and kind of an idea of what I was going to talk about, beginning, middle, and end. And I did that the first show, and it went great. I am immensely successful. <laughs> <laughs> true uh immensely successful uh but yet uh you'd think it'd be good enough being me every single day numerous people come up to me and they say uh, uh, what's larry david really like <laughs> and i walked off and i went wow then when i went back up again i went nothing will be the same oh. and i went nuts and i improvised and pretty much the what aired right. is what I improvised. Really? And there are no. stories in there that I've told before, right. but I had no idea what direction, what order. Anything. Now, has that, is that something, I, I could never do stand-up. Is that something in your process that okay. you've done in the past? You could do stand-up because you're a lawyer. What I mean by that is sometimes things are, like I go up with nothing planned. Right. Literally, I walk on stage and I usually have them play a different song, nothing too cool right. when I walk up. And then whatever that makes me think of, I start you talking. Okay. And before you know it, I've done an hour and 10 minutes. Now. You being in situations where things fall in your lap and you go, oh, I have to adapt. I have to figure this right. out on my feet right now. Boom. That's I could stand do, Well, no. And I do a lot of speaking engagements. And you also, I'm just not that funny. And you, well, th that could stop you. Oh, yeah, I beg to be differ, <laughs> by the way. You do great Q&A. I have my moments. My point is <laughs> that what I'm wondering is, so you preferred the second one, even though you were dead on in the first one. Yes, I prefer the, the second, second one. But the second one, that fly by the seat yeah, of your the, pants the feeling. The second one, I like to say, I captured lightning in a bottle. Awesome. Uh, the second one is exactly what I do and how I do it. Okay. 
Okay. And, and what that separates your... me from other comedians. Is that your love? Like if you had to pick one and you could only do the one, whether it was the directing, the writing, the executive producing, or stand-up, and thank God you don't have to, but if you did, is that really the thing that like floats Yeah, I guess stand-up because it's, I think of it, I say it, a reaction over. Right. Whenever I do Curb, whenever I make a movie, whatever, it's always waiting for people to see it and react to it. Right. So it's not as... My favorite thing outside of actually doing stand-up is writing. Yes. And then it would be directing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so the acting kind of... Do you like being on Curb? That's almost... That's a lot I of improv, yeah? I love being on Curb because I improvise. Right. And I, I, I do love acting, but a, as an actor, you're only as good as the story you're telling. Yeah. So whoever gives you the material, that's what I, I'm is only as good an actor as the material I'm given. Right. You give me crappy material, I stink. Right. Nope. I've been a villain on Baywatch. Trust me. It's my best acting and my worst acting. <laughs> my worst acting because it's Baywatch. Right. But my best acting because I had a lot of scenes with uh, David uh, Hasselhoff and I didn't laugh. Well, that is very and all impressive. I want, in my mind, all I'm thinking is, hey, you're David Hasselhoff. <laughs> oh, my God. That's David Hasselhoff. And I'm the villain. And you're Mitch. And you're mad at me. Was Pam around? Uh, yes, she was. Were there running and, scenes? Yes, I had I had a fantasy scene with her. <laughs> okay. Um, she was supposed to make out with me, and unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess, it was scheduled first up. Right. So she didn't know me. Later in the week, she said, I would have totally made out with you oh. at this point, but, you know, it's already too late. Oh, wow. But she liked me. Now you're single. You know? I'm and evidently she up. is, too. <laughs> I know she, she is. married not, to John for I, 12 days. I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to be involved in that. I, I don't blame you. Yeah. I represented, She's a beautiful woman. She but, is. But I represented no her ex-husband twice with her. Remember that she married Rick Solomon a second time? Oh, Rick, you yeah. represent Rick Solomon? A.K.A. As, scum. Yeah. That was his name oh. to all of our yeah, friends. He, yeah. I, I knew him because his, his daughter went to nursery school with my son. Okay. And I'd see him all the time around the time that the stuff came out. Right. Big bowl of wrong. Yeah. 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 A big bowl of wrong. Oh, I think yeah. big bowl of, okay, I like big yeah. bowl of wrong too. Let's talk about your relationship on curb with your wife. Susie, yes. She's, oh, yes. she's difficult. <laughs> yes. And you are this guy. You're, you're still yes. funny and you're a manager, which I think in Hollywood, especially with a client like Larry, would be difficult. So you're yes. playing this manager. Yes. You've got you've got him as your client, and yes. and then you've also got Clive Owen, who's a good client, I guess, yes, better than Larry. Episode, and yeah. then you got Susie. Let's talk yeah. about that just for a moment when well, you get in your head for that marriage relationship. Well, the, the, what's great is the conflict makes it funny. Um, Susie is one of my best friends. Uh, we don't have the same relationship off camera. <laughs> um, is she I, like that? No, as she's become older, she's become more oh, like okay. that. But she is not like. What's that. her real name? Susie Essman. Oh, her really name. Her name is Susie. Susie. Okay. Yeah, all, all of us have the same first okay. names. Oh, okay. Cheryl. Yeah. Jeff and Larry. Good point. See? Yeah. Bites um, by Sundays. He's I'm the only a one. Fried he's the only over. one that has Larry David. <laughs> right. Yeah, but a fictional Larry David. No, if I w in real life, I would not be married to her. I would have been divorced a right. long time ago, and you would have been representing me. Because that woman, I would have wanted. You would have needed. I would have needed protection in every direction, yes. Yeah, she probably. She even in the show 
told me, don't ever ask me for a divorce because I will fuck you so bad. Yeah, I believe that. I, but yeah. I said, my sense But she is, didn't try to kill you in that episode. No, yeah. no. But was, she did yeah, not she try not, to kill you. No. But my sense of Susie was ultimately that was what would happen. It yes. wouldn't be a divorce. It no, would be, it'd be a, a death. It'd be, oh, it would be, yeah. yes. It would be not pretty. Crimes of passion. Yes. yes, yes. She's not I, from my end. No, no. You just, you're just this I downtrodden the, guy, yeah, yes. that, you know, yes. but still funny. Yes. Very funny. Yes. So I like that show. Thank and I you. think I'm going to have to get myself my own MAGA hat because that's, that's me. <laughs> By the way, in Los Angeles, that's exactly that what work. happens. Yes. That would work. At the sushi bar. I, I'm uh, spoiling it. But guys, it came out like uh, this is already the, the fifth first episode. episode. You gotta wears a MAGA catch up. I don't feel too bad. With stuff. Yes, a lot of stuff. That's, yeah. that that would be me. I'm a little, you know, mm. misanthropic like that. <laughs> All right, Johnny wants to talk to you a little bit about Super Tuesday and what's going to happen. Okay, Johnny, you talk jo- to us Johnny, about Super us. Tuesday. I, I will talk to you about Super Tuesday. Please so do. it's today um, <laughs> in 14 states, which yeah. include Alabama, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, and Virginia. All hold their presidential primaries today. Um, and then in Illinois, as Laura was saying earlier, it's two weeks from now on the 17th. So the Democratic nominee is going to be officially selected in July in Milwaukee. And to win the nomination on the first ballot, a candidate must have a locked up support from a simple majority of almost 4,000 pledged delegates. Thank you, Johnny. Just go vote. I'm here to Can help. you just please go vote? The 16th century proverb, all's fair in love and war, speaks volumes about human relationships. And so often I counsel clients not to expect normal behavior as they're going through a divorce. During a time of transition and upheaval, everything is fair and frankly, nothing is fair. Divorce and possibly politics are the great equalizers. They both can be fucking terrifying. But don't lose your sense of humor because you're going to need it. I'm Laura Wasser and this is the All's Fair podcast. And we're speaking with our man in Chicago in L.A., Jeff Garland, about his new Netflix okay, special. I have a question for you. <laughs> it might wait for my podcast, but I, I have a good one. Go ahead, keep okay. talking. Well, no, go ahead. No. Please. I came up with an idea. It's a compliment to you. Okay. Have you ever, like, you know, represented a, a, a woman right. and her husband on the other side uh, gets a crush on you? Yes. Yeah. How about my have... own client? Wait, I have a great story though. Well, this your is own I was... client—that's a different thing right. because you have intimate moments. No, but, the... but but the other side. Well, they so they would that always whole... that'd be great in a movie. Right. I'm great in a room. So a lot of times, what'll happen is if we're having a settlement conference or if we're in court, a lot of times I will talk to the guy if, mm-hmm. if I'm representing the wife, and if I'm representing the guy, I'll talk to the wife too. I I figure out a way, and it's not fake; it's really true because I want them to resolve it. So if I'm representing the wife and the husband's the breadwinner, and if I have any moment of like attraction or whatever, I will go with that. I'll take one for the team. And I will say, dude, I get it. I'm the breadwinner in one of my relationships. I have to write a check every month. I understand. You'll say, dude, I get it? I, I do. I, I grew I up like here. That. I say, I'm dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't of, help there it. There are a lot of men who would react positively right. to that. Yeah, and if they don't, I might have to shift. You know, yeah, but, I, yeah. but the fact is, I want him to understand that I get where he's coming from. I want him to understand that what you said, because a lot of people don't get like, this is somebody you're going to be dealing with for the rest of your life. I'm I'm out soon. And so and I was married, life. by the way, for over 25 years. Yeah. So it's like, where else is she going right. to be taken care of? Exactly. And, and and more important than that, she takes care of you in a lot of ways, too. You guys are going to be does, together when your sons walk down the by aisle. The way, I had a problem yesterday. I called her. What kind of a problem? 
uh, stuff with my throat. Okay. I was talking to her about that, and she yeah. calmed me down. That's that's what we are here for as yeah. family members. Yes, that's what exactly. we do. And when I the look kids at her as have my kids, you're yes. going to be. I mean, this is how my yes. parents were. That's how I knew my parents split up, and they were always best friends. And my dad, they both married other people, but they still spoke several times a week. When I had my babies, they were both in the hospital with their respective others, but still. And that's that's what I saw growing up. So I knew that that was the right way to do it. Now I'm being paid this huge amount of money per hour to help people. And I don't see it as like stirring the pot, making more conflict. We're trying to resolve problems. So I say to people all the time, this is this is your wife. This is this is your husband. This is the person that bore your children or that was standing yeah, next to you. Yeah, but they're so bitter. Isn't it amazing? Then some. Then get into some or counseling. Or vice versa. It's both. cheaper than me. You, might, they you both must are. talk down some of your a clients of with bitterness. Right. Like, whoa, whoa, this is not helping us. Well, how about you want to pay me or you yeah. want to pay her? Yeah, exactly. Probably you're going to end up paying both of us. Yeah, so how yeah. about if you just pay her, you yeah. don't pay me. But we did. I did have this case a long time ago. This guy... Steve, and he was an agent at CAA, and he was a real, he was like the guy, right? And he had totally cheated on his wife, and he gave her herpes, and it was really ugly. And I was, I was a baby Ouch. attorney. That's not a yeah. uh, big ball of pleasant. And, and no. I was, and I was hot then. And so we, Wait, so Steve and stop. I. I will not tolerate <laughs> no, any no, belittling no. of your sub. Hotter. No, you are at your hottest. Okay. You should have seen me, Jeff. Shut your grandma's balls. <laughs> okay. You are at your hottest. All right, I'm not there pandering no for one I know. There's no one I know hotter than you. As a divorce attorney. Right, no, right now, <laughs> boom, okay, shut the fuck you. up. So Steve and I walk into the room. Wife is already sitting there with her female attorney, and there's a retired judge because we're going to try to settle it, right? Mm-hmm. Steve and I walk in, and I say, hi, I'm Laura Wasser. I put my hand out to shake. Totally ignores the hand, looks at him, and goes, so, Steve, you fucking her too? And I was like, oh, oh, no, wait a minute. And I'm like, think fast. I go, I'm actually a lesbian. I'm in a committed lesbian relationship. And she looked at him and she goes, eh, nice. These were in the days where there wasn't so much switching around. So right. she just, we settled the case. Well, there you I had go. to make out with her lawyer, which was uh, uncomfortable, but it was okay. <laughs> I did too, later that <laughs> afternoon. With Larry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, look, you do what needs to be done, right? Well, yeah. Where are your boys living now? One lives with me, one lives with her. Okay. Really? Yeah. They're... Only because it just works better that way. But I'm close with both my sons. But are, nobody, aren't they in college? <laughs> well, that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> the younger one might. The older, okay. one, the older one has the same skill set I do. Ah. And I j- dropped out of college. I never liked it. So I kind of feel like I can't push him. I can only, but Larry, he's been on Curb, he's been on the Goldbergs, and I did not ask him either time. Larry wanted him on. Right. Because Larry said, his name's James. James is the funniest kid I ever met. You know, he's, well, he's really gifted. He's really gifted. Good. In that way. So does but he want to love with. I believe so. Okay. I'm madly in love with both my boys. Good. Madly in love. Yeah. As you should be. Yes. And, and I like that you guys do, we do this too, family dinners. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. Yes, without a doubt. We have to. And also, in terms of being involved with my sons, my wife and I are on the same page. We have discussions all the time, how we're doing this, what we're going to do. It's true. Good. I like it. Now, does she date? None of my business. Okay. Is she voting for Trump? Oh, no, no, she is not. (laughs) But I asked her once and I was told none of my business. I will never ask again. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Now, would would you share with her? 
If she asked me? No, just would you ever say, Marla, I got to like this woman? I don't know. No, no. no I, that's that's, that's me. church and state. No, 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 okay. no. If she wanted to know and she was comfortable with that, right. I would say, I, I, with anyone that's close to me, and obviously she's closer than anyone, I'm very transparent and very, I, I'm good right. with sharing information with anyone who's close to right. me. But I also don't want to hurt her. Got it. Okay. At all. Okay. Zero. I understand. And right now, I think that would be hurtful. Not that I, I don't have a girlfriend or anything, but if I did, it would be right. a little much. Okay. Yeah. Right. How do you how do you recommend people listening get to that place if they're in the process of a divorce? Get to which place? My place? Yeah. yeah. It's just who I am. I, I don't think you get to that place. I think that it, you're either a schmuck or you're not. <laughs> you're either thoughtful and kind or you're not. But I would say to anyone, if I was giving them advice... Be as nice as you can. Don't be bitter. I don't care if they cheated on you, whatever, because the better you are, this is just my guess, and you're an expert, but I would think that you get to a healthier place by being as healthy as you can be Absolutely. as the process is going on. So that's my gut feeling, but I just do what's right for me. I don't tell anybody how to live or what I do is right. And what I do is right for me. What do you say to your women friends that have these shitty exes? You just listen or do you, I mean, what's... Oh, I listen. I back them up. I do anything I can to help. Like literally from taking them grocery shopping and paying because I know they're like being... How little Starved the money... out, literally. Yes, yes, yes literally. I'll take them grocery shopping. I'll hold their hand. I'll be a great friend, a great support, and if they want to ask me anything. But it really is, most of all, just being able being to listen yeah. and listening. And that's what I do. That's we, what we I do. We talk a lot on this show about support systems and how to support and how to find a support system. So right. many people are going through this and they don't have anywhere to turn. It's, it's, call, it's, call Jeff Garland, everybody. <laughs> or come to one of my stand-up yes. shows. He'll take you, he'll take I you to the Q market. I towards the end. Wait, I want to talk about the show. The photo show So it's Leica called Gallery. Big Bowl of Wonderful at yes. the Leica Gallery, which yes. is in Los Angeles. Now, were you always a photographer? No. Were you always interested in there this? Were the, photography was in my... My grandfather's brothers were photographers. That being said, it's something that I got interested in you know, maybe 12 years ago, 13 years ago, and I had no, I'm going to be the best photographer. But over time, in terms of my approach, my equipment, my feeling as I did it, I suddenly am a photographer. That's good. Do you use a Leica? Yeah, I use Leica cameras. And by the way, it's at the Leica Gallery. I use Leica cameras, and I pay full price for everything. Nice. Yeah. And even perhaps more importantly, part of the proceeds from print sales will go to Mr. Garland's cancer charity, F Cancer, which yep. is www.letsfcancer.com. Yes. Why did that become an interesting I'm on nonprofit? The I'm on the board. Okay. Both my parents died of cancer. Yeah. Everyone knows someone who dies of cancer. And... Uh, I when I heard the name Fuck Cancer, I laughed. I couldn't resist. And I'm like, and then I hosted their event, and then they asked me to be on the board. So I love doing that. I basically, now I'm taking a break since I filmed my special, that all I'm doing stand-up-wise now are benefits. Really? Yeah, I've got like a half a dozen benefits over the next month or so. And then other than that, I'm just taking naps. Right. A lot of naps? Yeah. Well, you need to rest. You need to rest your voice. Yeah. And so you're not performing you know around here? No, not right now. No, not right now. I'm really sad. About? You don't but seem that, really sad, No, no, Jeff. no. I'm sad that you 
don't think you're beautiful. I do think I'm beautiful. No, 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 I just no, think no. I was more beautiful no, when I was no, 27. No, that's no, all. No. Johnny, do I think I'm beautiful? Okay. She she still thinks don't, she's beautiful. Don't worry. Oh, no, I'm no, no, definitely no, no, no. living with some delusions <laughs> of beauty. No, here. but they're not Women delusions. Women are so much more beautiful than girls. Women who have lived a life. Women in their 40s and 50s are the most attractive most beautiful because there's a life. I feel like life. this is like a Bumble ad for Jeff Garland. I, dude, I know. I think it's forget yes. Bumble. But I don't use any of that stuff. No, I, I don't, don't think you ought to. No, Just I'm not going go to go out into the world and spread yeah, people, your women beautiful. Come up to me the the market hello. evidently is a good place <laughs> yes, to market, yes. with Jeff yeah. Garland. Whole Foods. Yeah, Whole Foods. Yes, yes I'm there. Whole... I love it. I'll, I'll meet anyone at Whole Foods. Uh, come up to me at Whole Foods if you're. I will buy uh, you shit. If you're a single lady, oh yeah. If, if you're, you're a single a, woman over forty, with with a with a shitty ex husband, yes. Just walk up to me. I'll buy your groceries. All right. So wait, are you a Chicago? What's the team? The baseball team for Chicago? Oh, the Cubs. Yes, the Cubs. I'm a big Cubs. Are very. Uh, yes. But you know that our Dodgers are gonna like because we got Mookie now. You knew this, right? Who's arguing with you? Okay, I'm just well, I'm, I, I'm not, just asking. That, no, I think they'll be. They will be uh, nothing short of ridiculous. The Yankees should be pretty great. Yeah, but and I, by the way, I like the Dodgers. I like the. I also, uh, my favorite manager was the Cubs manager Joe Madden. Just went to the Angels. Yes, I'm excited about going to some of those games. I love baseball. You do. That's yeah. your sport. Well, I'm a Clippers season ticket holder. Too. Okay, I okay. Love that. Yeah. I used to like the Clippers too when DeAndre Jordan was there. Are you friends with DeAndre? I am friends with DeAndre. So am I. Are you? Yeah, he's oh my, my pal. God, we should call him. him. He's great. He's yeah. not here anymore. He's nets now, right? He's in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. But he writes me. He's watching Curb this year. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah oh, we're going to have to go, the three of us, go get some drinks or something. Do you drink? No. Okay. Well, I, DeAndre I, and I can drink. I, you I come with us. I was smoking weed until I injured my throat. Did that cause it? No, but it's not helping. So right. for right now, uh, and thank God I don't have to do it. Right. Indica helps me. It quiets everything. Right. But I can't do it right now. I'm protecting my throat. How about eating it? But yeah, but generally that's sugary. Oh. And I don't eat sugar. What I'm about screwed. what about like the drops? Like the that, that's fantastic. Drop, okay. Drop Johnny, me up. note to self. For CBD gift. drops. Not Drop. CBD. He actually no. needs the oh, THC, THC too. Yes. Yes. All right. So again, I don't really care that much about baseball. Johnny wanted me to ask you about the Chicago Cubs. I guess because well, I know you love them. That was his lead. <laughs> are you a Dodger guy? Of course. Yeah, oh, Dodgers much, are pretty as... great. And by the way, Dave Roberts, I've gotten to know. Johnny, He's tell me one player. One player guy. on the Dodgers. I knew you were going to ask Give us me that. One I'm more player. of an athletic supporter than an athlete. You know, <laughs> get it? Oh, you don't know the team? Not so well. Okay. Johnny's not a really. They have the second best player in baseball. Who is? What's that? Who is? Mookie Betts. Oh, that's he the guy. just came. Yeah, okay. and I only know guy. this because my and son Mike is... Trout, who's the best player in baseball, right. is on the Angels. So when the Angels play the Dodgers, that's pretty exciting. Look at Daniel back there. This he's just <laughs> in heaven. I know. Yeah. All right. So this was the lead-in to my favorite thing to do is practice law. Also not true, but okay, Johnny. What I is just, your favorite thing you not to do? Like to practice I love law? practicing law, but it's not my favorite thing to do. What's your favorite thing to do? Swim in the ocean. And you don't get paid for that, I know. No, no, that doesn't yeah, put my kids to college. Delightful. Yes, swimming in the yeah. ocean's good. In any event, I do like practicing law. And as part of practicing law, we have something that we do on the show that are called the interrogatories, which you might have needed to do in your divorce. You probably don't remember because the lawyers did them. But okay. Jeff, yeah, do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? 
As long as it doesn't embarrass my uh, ex, I'm good. Oh, God, no. I, I wouldn't do such a thing. No, no, no. I'm no. saying that, that I, right. I will embarrass. By the way, being a comedian, when I go on stage, you know, people use the recorders. I'm never worried that I'm going to say something ignorant. Right. You know, racist. Right. Uh, homophobic. Because it's not you. That's not who I am. But I will say something stupid. Right. I will say something that offends somebody, and I'm sorry. Right. You know, so right now, I don't know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it. Go. Okay. So which relationship in your life has had the most profound effect on you? My children. Mm-hmm. By far. Becoming a dad. Yeah, becoming a dad, yeah. unequivocally. What's your favorite love song? Wow, that's, um, can I have one second? Yes. Okay, I, I'm going to tell you. I want to be, be exactly right, because I have, I love music so much. I'm going to go to my playlist, and I know which one it is, and it'll be on there. Oh, see right now, right now I'm going through all these uh, songs that make me really happy. Oh, I'm going to go with Golden Lady by Stevie Wonder. Oh, nice. nice one. Okay. Yeah, this would be my favorite. I'm just going with this one right now, okay. but I have like dozens of others, usually from the world of 70s soul. Yes. 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 Although, well, you know what a song I do love? And one of the great moments was dancing with a woman to the song Harvest Moon. By Neil Young. Yes, that Love is. that song. What is the one piece of advice you would share with either, and this is a your 20-something-year-old self or someone following in your footsteps? So this could be you or one of your boys. Well, the truth that I would say to them when they're younger is it's not you. I remember all these things would happen, you know, mostly with women, and I always thought it was me. There wasn't one time... I didn't think it was me. What's wrong with me? What did I do? Which is really good for self-reflection. Right. But at a certain point, it's very self-destructive. Yes. And not right. Now, by the way, um, were there things that were me? Sure. But overall, that's what I would tell my younger self. You know what you're dying from right now? What you're beating yourself up from? It's not you. I like that. And yeah. that can, that's for a lot of it. By the way, you don't need to be in your 20s no. to hear that advice. Well, that's, you know, the heart, the, look, I'm 57 years old. And the one thing that I know in life that has proven to be true is to be kind to yourself. Everyone says that. But the reality is it's extraordinary, extraordinarily hard. It's so difficult to be kind to yourself. I mean, how can you go a week and not say, you fucking idiot, to yourself? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's so many right. times, and I think that um, that one before that is being kind to yourself. I like that. That it's not you. It's not you. It's being kind yeah. to yourself. And, and again, that is something a lot of our listeners, if they're in the middle of a breakup, need to hear. But by the way, you do need to do self-examination. Yes. And then maybe probably come to, it's not you. Right. I like that. Yeah. Okay, do you like romantic comedies? Love romantic comedies. Which is your fave? You could watch it on repeat. Well, I'm very much into um, The Apartment uh-huh. by Billy Wilder. Yes. I like old Preston yes. Sturgis, Ernst Lubitsch, Billy Wilder, Frank Capra. I love my romantic comedies. From Black the, and white. Well, yeah, but really pre-60s, although I really loved... Oh, my favorite one of all time is The Heartbreak Kid oh, with Charles Grodin. Yes, got yeah. so good. They tried yeah. to do a remake. It wasn't quite no, the but same. No, but that's not, it he wasn't meant He was for so that. good in it. Yeah, yeah, he was amazing. By the way, I was a rhetoric major at Cal, okay? Mm-hmm. That was, they had that. And 
I that took is a class. Hilarious. I took a class, and what I loved about it was you could really be a dilettante. Like you declared mm. a major, but you didn't really like you could take rhetoric of of avant-garde poetry. And I took the rhetoric of Preston Sturgis romantic comedies. That's all we did all semester was watch him and figure out the argument that Sturgis was making and what he was trying to teach you. Oh my God. How great is that? How great wow. is that as a 19 year old to be able that you that, watch those? That would, but th by the way, I, I wish I was in that class yeah. for that semester. And that you at 19? What? But not as beautiful as you. now. No, not, not as there you go. So much but better I would, now. But I would have liked you and it wouldn't have worked out. <laughs> no. And it would have probably not been you. No. <laughs> I can say no. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were there, how did you and Marla meet, by the way? Uh, she was my agent in Chicago. Really? I moved back to Chicago from New York, and she was my agent. And she likes to joke that she got more than 10%. Aha. Uh -huh. That's cute. <laughs> it is adorable. She's adorable. So did she? Was she your agent then when you moved out no. here? So she uh, no. stopped agenting. She was. She, she was. She became a casting director. Okay. She worked out here. She cast the original. She worked with Allison Jones. She did the original pilot of The Office. Mm -hmm. She did um, the Forty Year Old Virgin. She did a lot of stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right, Johnny. We have anything else? No, I think right. you guys covered Jeff, it. Jeff, I want to. So be those able are to... the questions. Those are the difficult questions. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I like okay. to give people an opportunity to look at them before, so they can come up with the song and stuff. Okay. I mean, you'd be amazed. Some people are like, "Oh, oh." No, I had too oh. many. <laughs> I had too many. I know. I love you know. Yeah, because when I was looking at those songs, because those that you said love song, right? And l there were two songs in that list that I love, which is one is "What's Going On" by Marvin yeah. Gaye, and another one is "That's the Way of the World" by Earth, Wind, and Fire. And so, but I don't know if either of those are really love. Songs. I know what anything what's going Marvin Gaye sings is a love song. Yeah, Am I never, wrong? Well, Marvin no, Gaye and Barry White. You can certainly just, have sex yes. to any Marvin Gaye song. Yes. Well, I could have sex happy. to any song at all. So, but <laughs> the I way, mean, that's rage, against, show. rage Against the, the Machine. <laughs> I have by the way, depends. What's really funny is. Then you like laughing while having sex. That is true too. Yeah, because that is one of the funniest things. Like if you have sex, just like the most ridiculous music, there's something funny about it. That is, there is. That's yeah. true. All right, Jeff, I want to tell everyone where they can find you. Thank you so much for joining us today on All's Fair. How Thank can they you. keep up with you? Online, TV, what's your what's your handles and everything? Uh, well, I only have one thing on, well, I have two things on the internet. I have at Jeff Garland at uh, Instagram. Instagram. Okay. And I have now, I just started the beginning of the year, jeffgarland.com. Dot com. Okay. Yeah, jeffgarland.com's got all my information. All right. And then and go go watch Our Man in Chicago on yes, Netflix. Yes, and Netflix, please. I'm very proud of it. And nothing in it will become dated. So That's you can good. watch it a year it's from like now. It's friends. It's and you're amazing. Good. Yeah. Okay. And would you please go vote? Go vote, you guys. No, really go vote. Go, go and vote. Go vote. But go vote. And by the way, is today the deadline for doing the mail voting thing? It's, that's done. You got to go. Oh, yeah. right. I'll go. You got to go. states. And when people see you there, that's going to be a good I thing. Oh, yeah. By yeah. the way, I've never voted by mail. Everyone always tells me, me I should. Me too. I never I have, and I will start. But you know why I didn't? Because I like taking my one. kids. I like taking oh, my kids with you me so that bikini. can be part of our thing. Yes, that's Not good. so much in the bikini because that would embarrass them. Just, it <laughs> no, was just, you it's understand a silly it's thing that I say. I know. So, and by the way... Uh, you can also find out about me on Liz Carey's Instagram account. <laughs> yes, you can. She puts me up there quite yes, often. Yes, and she yeah. was a guest on our show a couple weeks ago. I listened. She's funny. She's well, well she's the way, funniest. She was funnier, not no, no, even no, no. on the show. But no, no, she's the funniest. She is the funniest. She, there's only one woman that I know that might be funnier than her. Who's that? Amy Sedaris. Yes, Amy Sedaris. One of my dear friends who makes me laugh so hard I cry. But guess what, Liz? 
When I spend time with Liz, it reminds me of the times I spent with Amy. Yeah. Liz is magic. She is. Hi, Liz. Thank you for getting Jeff on our show. She did. And thank you for listening, everyone. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you or someone you know is representing themselves after divorce, check out our masterclass and nextchapterseries.com. Let's do this again next Tuesday. 